Hey, Jason. Yeah. It's the apocalypse. What are we going to do now? Hmm. Hey, I know. Yeah. Let's go to the mall. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We're watching Night of the Comet on Attack of the Killer podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Attack of the Killer podcast. <laughs> Take a drink, damn it. <laughs> um, I am your host, Insane Mike, and we have a great show for you tonight. We're all excited because we are going to be watching the classic uh, Night of the Comet. Um, the classic. Have we ever not watched a classic every time you introduce a film? Yeah. <clears throat> Um, no. yes. No. You're not wrong uh, either, it's just... Yeah, exactly. The 1984 classic. <laughs> uh, Night of the Comet. <laughs> yep. What is worse than the end of the world when the end of the world happens in the 80s? That should have been the tagline. <laughs> should have been. <laughs> so it's a com- commentary track episode. And those of you who are going to follow along at home, cue the movie up right after the MGM logo has faded to black. If you are a black frame, solid black frame, then you're good to go. This should be fun. Should be. I've watched this this in the eighties. <laughs> in the eighties, I watched this movie hundreds of times, and I had a copy of it on VHS that my sister uh, taped off of Showtime for me. It was either Showtime or HBO, I don't remember. But her cable wasn't the best, so it wasn't the best picture quality. So by the time I finally owned a copy of it on VHS or even saw it on DVD, I saw things for the first time that I totally took wrong watching it over and over again on that VHS tape, which I'll point out as we watch the movie. But first, before we get started, it's time to introduce the podcast crew. Mr. Children of the Corn himself, John Sullivan, could not make it to this episode. He's lost in the cornfield somewhere. But we do have somebody in his place, a very, very special guest. Okay, first up, though, I would like to introduce, uh, she's totally radical, like, for sure, Terry Turford, everybody. <laughs> I think I actually speak like that sometimes. <laughs> I watch too many 80s movies. Hey, everybody. He has a lifetime supply of Aquanet for his big hair. Dustin <laughs> Neal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. Do you use it on the beard, too? Yeah. And not just there. Oh, oh God. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> With the mustache too. Come oh, on, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> you perverts. Oh, for those of you listening at home, this is episode sixty-nine. Um, <laughs> he looks good wearing his cheerleader outfit, Jason Bollinger. I'm full of cheer. Yes. Mm. <laughs> that wasn't creepy at all. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, everybody. 
<laughs> and last but certainly not least, our very special guest. His family also once turned into calcium dust, and he mixed the he mixed them up in his milk because he thought it was Nestle Quick. Sam Hayes, buddy. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing? It's true. Tasted good. <laughs> All right. Everybody on the sh- uh, on the show tonight has seen this movie before, right? Yep. Yes. Oh yeah. Terry. Whoa, 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 Terry. No. I've never seen it. Uh, never. Oh. Well, you're in never. for a treat. This you is are a classic, in. by the way. <laughs> classic. Right? Yes, it's a classic. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you guys ready? Yeah. Popcorn. Oh, yeah. yeah pop- popcorn yeah. ready and my. Yeah, I'm good to go. All right. Okay, so counting down from three thousand. Oh, no. <laughs> no. oh, no. oh man! You count down from sixty-nine. Oh yeah, sixty-nine. <laughs> this is a good one. Okay. That's no, I I wouldn't be able to get past sixty. You know, I'd lose count. So we'll just do it from three. Okay. Three. Two, one, play. Okay, so I'm seeing little stars spelling something. Uh-huh. Aw, oh, shit. Production company's long gone by. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, good. Now I'm hearing music. I thought it... <laughs> I was like, please tell me there's audio on this. Yeah, we, <laughs> we could just riff it. <laughs> we are the audio. And watching. <laughs> right away. Stars are so mesmerizing. Wait, you're missing some very important exposition in here. <laughs> By a guy who talks like this. But I, 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 I. <laughs> The last time Haley's Comet was when the dinosaurs were around. He, that's that's kind of what he said. They could afford right. gold font. That's nice. <laughs> it's probably just gold leaf. Yeah. Gold leaf. Cheap bastards. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, Jason, you are a child of the '80s. True. Do you remember when this movie came out at all? 1984. I, I know just, what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I do not know. Watching the film today, I mean, it's it's got some good production value and shooting all those shots in the empty city of downtown L.A. and stuff. But in retrospect, it kind of seems to be on a lesser budget. And then the cast is a collection of, Ew. like, B-movie actors and actresses. Um, some of which have a lot of very interesting connections, which I'll get to later on. But this played theatrically, didn't it, Jason? Yes. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> oh. I wasn't there. For some reason, it, I just remember at the time, I thought this was like the big movie that came out that year. I don't know. Maybe not. You just make shit up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you have the soundtrack? Oh, I wish I did. <laughs> there had to have been a there had to have been a soundtrack release for this, right? There had to have been. 
Because this movie has girls just want to have fun in it. Girls just want <laughs> that hairdo. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Every girl yeah. I know in my class had that hairdo. Nice. I had this movie in um, my Amazon list. Oh, no, 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 Night of the Creeps in my Amazon list forever. But it was like, you know, like a weird VHS copy that, you know, because it hadn't came out on DVD yet. But back then, Amazon would be like, hey, if you, and I think they still do, if you like this movie, uh -huh. then you're going to like this. And it was Night of the Comet. And then I remember when Night of the Comet, oh, I don't even remember the first time I watched it, but I was really kind of disappointed because it, I just expected to enjoy it as much as Night of the Creeps, and I didn't. So, but that's just me, though. Are you, are you saying you don't, you don't care for this movie too much? or? Uh... I don't know. I think that's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Until this viewing with us. Then he's yeah. going to love it. Dude, this yeah. movie's awesome, man. It's like... <laughs> it just reeks of 80s, man. I mean, have you ever been to a movie theater where a guy's wearing a hat like that in the background? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. He's rocking the bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, when you worked at a movie theater, did you have to wear a get up like that? No, no. Yeah, what's with the bow ties? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Gosh. Nope, there was never uniforms when I worked at the theater. They look like they're in a marching band. Yeah. <laughs> they're like bellhops. Bellhops, marching band. So, so she's rocking out on the video game Tempest. And I used to rule that video game at the skating <laughs> rink. That was my that was my jam, you know. The skating rink we filmed Monica at, literally. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Like yeah, yeah, it was the exact same um, skating rink. <laughs> was your name still on the high score? <laughs> the Tempest machine wasn't there anymore. That was the first thing I looked for when we got there. Was the Tempest. And it wasn't there anymore. He's not kidding. Yeah, I'd have been just like her. I'd have been pissed. At DMK? Who the fuck is DMK? I'm going to kick that person's ass. Yeah. This movie um, completely glorified uh, working at a movie theater for me. I still wanted to be this guy just like making bootleg deals. Wearing suspenders. Yeah, wearing the suspenders. Having sex, having sex with girls in the projection booth. <laughs> you think anyone ever did that? <laughs> Just like took chicks back to the booth? I hope so. Yeah. Had to have been. I mean, we know Mike didn't, but. It's probably, probably what all those stains are at the, at the theater. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, they need lubrication for the film, right? Mike? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 69, folks. <laughs> you called it. I just I just thought it'd be, that was so cool just being around 35mm film, you know, and and then having a right when the when the boss would leave, you know, just spending the night there or whatever. And it was kind of like that when I did work in a movie theater. We used to have the run of the place late at night. We'd just watch movies on our own. Hmm. Yeah, always jealous of that. Just think about it now, where if you had a you know 
some of the bigger theaters now are full digital and some of them now you can even you know they're the, the projectors are downloading the movies you know straight you know straight to the projector it's all yeah over the internet and it's all digital like just think if you just wanted to pull an all-nighter and just you know watch everything that was out or whatever that was on the projector i mean that would just be it'd be so sweet to do yeah, with with no risk of uh, ruining the film or anything like that. Did I tell right. you guys? Did I tell you guys the story of during during my glory days at the movie theater um, when we uh, were watching Gremlins two? Did you dump the tray? What happened? Oh, it's awesome. So uh, a really good friend of mine was the manager at the time, and he'd he'd sneak us all in after hours to watch watch the movie. So we're watching Gremlins 2, right? And if you've ever seen the theatrical oh. version of Gremlins 2, there's a point in the movie where it looks uh, like the yes. film breaks. And my friend, who's sitting at the front of the theater, he jumps up and runs as fast as he can to the back of the theater. Like, oh, shit. You know, but he already knew. He knew it was supposed to do that. <laughs> and we're all like, oh, my God, we're going to get in so much trouble. The film broke. It's ruined. Oh, my God. And all of a sudden, you start seeing the little gremlin shadows. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, what the hell? And then he comes back in, just laughing his head off. <laughs> oh, awesome. He got us yeah. good. I totally remember watching that movie on VHS as a kid and thinking the tape fucked up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. At that scene, I was like, what's going on? Well, the VH one's different, though. Yeah. VH one uh, that had like Hulk Hogan in it, right? Did it? No. The theatrical version had Hulk Hogan. The videotape version had. Um, the Looney Tunes. Well, the Looney Tunes are at the beginning of the videotape version, but I always thought Hulk Hogan was in the middle as well, but I could be wrong. Well, because he breaks the fourth wall onto people in the theater. Yeah. No, it was John Wayne. That's right. They were they um overdubbed they used John Wayne movie footage and overdubbed John Wayne's voice with the John Wayne personator. <laughs> That's what they did on the VHS one. Yeah. That's great. I, yeah, I, I didn't know they made two different versions. That's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't remember what's on yeah. the uh, DVD. My hair's I, bigger than yours. No, my hair's bigger than yours. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, you know this girl right here just got her lights punched out by her mom? She looks exactly like the character from Halloween H2O, like the one girl Michelle in Williams. that movie. What's that? Michelle Williams. I don't know. Mm. She doesn't have a big part. She's... She's Jumanji boy's girlfriend. <laughs> what? Yeah, the kid Jumanji boy. Dustin only knows actors by their movie. Yeah. Jumanji is in Halloween H2O, and it's his girlfriend. Or no, no, no. No, no, no. No, it's... It's... Yeah, it's... Okay, I, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Hartnett's girlfriend? Yes. Yeah, that's Michelle Williams. Oh, okay. Don't you think she looks like her? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, the actress in question is Kelly Maroney, who we all know her and love her from Chopping Mall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she was also in, like, uh, the um, Tracy Lord's version of Not of This Earth. Uh, she had a small, small part in Fast Times at Richmond High. Um, oh yeah, she's the cheerleader, isn't she? Yep. And then most recently, uh, she was in that that Gilla remake that we saw, Jason. Oh shit! 
Yeah. Super so, graphics. Uh, <laughs> what is happening? Haley's Comet. Haley's Comet, Terry. Pooping on the world. You haven't seen it. You don't know what it looks like. Yeah. I guess. I guess not. That's what happens to the Turns sky. Turns everything into 80s. Yep. Apparently. That's why Mike keeps <laughs> praying for its return. Yep. <laughs> oh no. Well, it's over. I really fucked up her mom. <laughs> Stepmom. Oh, stepmom. Stepmom. That was one of those uh, things that was never clear to me when I would watch this movie as a kid. I could, I always thought it was like in another sister. Yeah. Could have been. Huh. Oh, they just left their clothes out in the street. That's Where are all the naked party. people? Oh. Their clothes covered in Lowry salt. Must have went all the party. Mm-hmm. Wait a what minute. do you think they? What do you think they actually used for that? Was that like Nesquik or something? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think so. Uh, according to IMDb, it was um, brick dust. Oh. Oh my God! That looks like the same clown from <laughs> Pee Wee's Big oh, Adventure. Oh. <laughs> God. They didn't have a wacky inflatable tube man back then? Yeah. <laughs> nope, that was 85. 85? <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun side note, that red sky there was something. I've been waiting for this story. Mike had envisioned for those of you who've seen Collapse. Yeah. That was something we tried doing. Um, I could probably find pictures of some test pictures where we tried turning the sky red and, you know, for. Really? A, a, a sort of reason for the. Yeah, you tell him, Mike. Yeah, well, I mean. This, uh, you know, this is another movie that in, has inspired me and the whole idea of the red sky thing being in the zombie reality of collapse that whatever caused everybody turned into zombies affected the environment where, like, you know, plants were dead, but the sky was beet red. So when the, you know, spoiler happens and everything, the sky isn't red anymore. You know that that was supposed to help with the big reveal. Because in in the film, you might not have noticed, but outside, during the zombie stuff, all the plants are are wilted and black and dead. But when they're outside and it's not that time, they're normal, just little things. Oh, yeah. cool! We like deaded everything more. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the way they, the plan to do it was the camera crew, and you could definitely tell it in this movie, and which is probably why you don't see a lot of horizon shots in this movie, um, <clears throat> is that there, there was a filter piece that goes over the front of the lens that was just red at the top. Yeah. So, it made everything look at the top half of the screen look red. And we just thought it would be way too problematic to uh, keep 
Um, oh, that's interesting. The door, the poster on the door is for a movie called Red Dust. I wonder if that's on purpose. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <clears throat> oh, my God. What? It's Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it is. totally looks like him, dude. Uh. Well, this guy is better actor as a zombie than Big Daddy was. <laughs> 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 was not a big fan of that yeah. performance. Tempest, yeah! Yeah, kill it! Look at them graphics! <laughs> it's like three and a half bit. <laughs> Stop Matrix. <laughs> yes. so anyway, back, back to the red filter. Um, so when you guys are seeing... You will you could see it in some shots in this movie, too, that... Uh, um, it's bleeding down. Yeah, it bleeds wow. into like the buildings and stuff like that at times. Yeah. Is that a Beastmaster poster back there? Oh, some sweet-ass yeah. posters. There was a Tommy poster. Tommy, yeah. Um, you couldn't see it in that shot, but the night before at the concession stand, there was a Valley Girl poster. Oh, my God, that's a Death Race 2000 poster. <laughs> oh, Which, man. again, that has to be intentional, too, because Mary Warnoff is in this movie, and she was in Death Race 2000. Hmm. Yeah. I just, I just wonder though. I didn't. I don't think this movie came out of the Corman school of filmmakers, but I don't think it was a Corman production. But it's very, um, as as far as the cast goes, it, it is very connected to to Corman films. You know, like I'm like uh, Kelly Maroney that I mentioned earlier has done a lot of work with um, um, <clears throat> Jim Warnoski and he from Corman. Yeah, Mary Warnoff's in uh, Chopping Mall too, right? Yeah, and Mary Warnoff's in Chopping Mall as well. Yeah. If you woke up like this girl did, and you go outside and you see that everybody's turned into dust, what's the first thing you do? <laughs> I'd probably do what she's uh -huh. trying to do, go back inside. I'm like, fuck <laughs> it, I'm going to watch a movie or something. <laughs> yeah. I already kicked that DMK kid's ass off of my Tempest machine. I might as well watch a movie. Uh I noticed that this guy that she's hanging out with is kind of a sleazeball. Like, like maybe she might be too good for him. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird they hooked up. Come on. He's the cool projector room guy. Yeah, he's. Those guys get a lot of tail. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Running the, the projector. Right, Mike. <laughs> All right. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Big there he is. Yes, Tim. Do you think that you think George Romero was a fan of this movie, and that's where he came up with uh, Big Daddy? Had to have been. Look, he's got some chunk of of her boyfriend in his hand too. Did you see that? Big old piece of meat. That's okay. Where the I hell's eat. the rest of them? Did he eat all of them? 
back there for a while. I think the graffiti back there, it says mushrooms now. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> it reading. It does, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of stuff on the wall. Forget the bike. Just go. Okay, so that kick, she kicked forward, and he fell to the... Like, the kick doesn't match where he was at in the frame at all. <laughs> she would be able to kick better if her pants weren't all the way around her goddamn neck. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that belly button's covered. <coughs> Excuse me. She just ran a red light. Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, get in that car. Take it. I don't know, I think if I woke up and, it, and the world was like this, I'd probably just like go to the store and get, get some movies and get some video games <laughs> and come back home. Or would you go to the bank first in case there were uh, other, well, just yeah. in case there was more people? Yeah, maybe you might go to the bank. I, I, that might be like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Good music. This is a Christmas movie for me. What? Yeah, because this movie, first of all, this movie takes place around Christmas. You can't tell because it's in California. You'll learn soon that it's uh, it's the holidays. Well, it's well, like Merry uh, Christmas yeah. on the doors. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah exactly. Um... <clears throat> But uh, also, when I first got this movie, was when um, it was around Christmas time when I got that dub off of uh, HBO. I just got handed a whole stack of tapes from my sister for Christmas of stuff she taped for me off of HBO, like two or three movies a tape. <laughs> Jackpot! Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. I think I watched this one more than any of those others. <laughs> it just seems like there would be like way, way more survivors than there than there are. Well, under the circumstances of how the survivors that that we do have, how they manage to survive, which is some might say kind of convenient. If yeah. Anyway, this actress is um, Catherine Mary Stewart, and you may recognize her from such great films as Weekend of Bernie's or The Last Starfighter. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, it's always dishwasher time when we record podcasts. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll mute. You're peeing. I know it. It's horse shit because I did the dishes earlier just to make sure that uh, dishwasher <laughs> wasn't running during the podcast. Every time without fail. All right, back to mute. <laughs> Muting is almost more distracting. So all of a sudden it just gets really quiet. How old is she supposed to be? Like 14? 14? <laughs> Her. I don't know about that young, but high school. Yeah. They're supposed to be both in high school. But, well, uh, well, she's, yeah. I mean, she's trying to, like, make it with that one dude, so. She's... <laughs> the projection. That radio. That's not a radio, no, the, uh, Sam. No, the Hispanic. <laughs> what, what do we call those? That, my friend, is a jam box. Jam box! Jam box! Jam box! John's not here to make fun of him, but, you know, it's whatever. I'm sure he'll listen. And this is for you, yeah. John. <laughs> nobody. Ain't got nobody. Nobody cares for me. Aww. Spot. <laughs> that took a little too long for you guys. <laughs> spot from the monsters? <laughs> I think you mean spot on the rug? Yes, yes. There we go. This looks like the poltergeist neighborhood. It does, yeah, all those... Um... Oh, what, what do they call those, uh, like, neighborhoods, those communities? The suburbs? I don't know. The, <laughs> the valley? I don't know. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you mean, like, a gated community or something? Yeah, yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's, it's good enough. We can move on. <laughs> okay. That cactus looks like a penis. <laughs> what? What cactus? Oh, you missed it. So the original working title for this movie was Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies. What? what? Yeah. Really? Well, that's what IMDb says, anyway. Should have went with that. <laughs> I wonder if they uh, like made any poster art with that name. Like, I wonder how long it took them to change it. Oh, that would be cool. Like, uh, like Chopping Mall, wasn't it? What was it called originally? Kill, like, Killbots was the original title. Yeah. Yeah. I think it had a couple other titles too, but it was originally released as Killbots. It, right. So they they uh, retitled it and sent it back out, and it did really good business. It's chopping mall. There maybe there was maybe some posters or something done because I realize now. That Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies 
is is referenced a little later on in the movie here, not a ra at the radio station. I just love how this radio station is just like, what kind of like outer space space <laughs> station is this radio station? It's like with all this freaking neon. And look at that fucking couch, that obnoxious S couch. It's awesome. I want two of them. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, Samantha, when uh, a little later on, when she's playing DJ, uh, she said she uh, she references Teenage Mutant Comet Zombies. So. <clears throat> so it's unbelievable that this is a a radio station for you, Mike. It's just so it, I don't know. It's surreal looking. <laughs> like, like it almost it's so it's so dark and just such dark walls with all this neon every, everywhere that it almost kind of has like an infinite space look to it. Maybe it was like that back in the eighties. Mm, maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> you ever been into a radio station now? Fucking depressing. Yeah, they're, they are depressing. And they're never this big. I want no. to see a radio station that is this big. There's no way this ever existed. They're like <laughs> this, man. Especially the DJ booth. <clears throat> no fear in this girl. Not yet. Is that Eric Estrada? <laughs> you know what? When I was when I used to watch this movie as a kid, I thought it was. I thought it was Eric Estrada. I'm like, oh, this is a guy from Chips. Yes. <laughs> but um, the actor is actually his name is Robert uh, Beltran, and he's probably best known for playing the commander in Star in the Star Trek Voyager TV series. For any of you Trekkies out there. But I know and love him best from eating the movie Eating Raul, which was Corman produced and was directed by Paul Bartel and also starred Mary Warnoff, who we're going to see later on. So it's, just, it's just all these weird little connections here. You got, you got Hector here, who was in Eating Raul, who is also... Uh, uh, Mary Warnoff also in Eating Raul, and Mary Warnoff was in Chopping Mall, and Kelly Kelly Maroney was also in Chopping Mall. It's blowing my mind. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> Should have started with Kevin Bacon. Oh, wait, no, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> um, backtrack here, Mary Warnoff. Uh, you know, he was. She was in Eating Raul with uh, Paul Bartel, who also directed the movie. Paul Bartel also in Chopping Mall, and Paul Bartel also directed the movie Lust in the Dust, which had Jeffrey Lewis in it, who uh, plays the character Carter that you're going to see later on in the movie as well. Ooh, did you go all the way around? Does that count? I don't know. Yeah, we'll say it does. <clears throat> Look at those lights. What will my house to look like that? Let's do it. Yeah. Is that the coolest bathroom or what? 
The bathroom just looks infinitely huge as well, and you never see a toilet in there. <laughs> no. Did she just throw that paper towel on the floor? Just because it's the end of the world doesn't mean you need to be a slum. That shirt rocks, by the way. That kind of rocketeer looking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very. Oh, yeah. Hector, out slam. <laughs> <laughs> so here's where Regina, Regina the genius, puts everything together that survived. catch all that it's because they all spent the night somewhere that was made of steel oh. he's night in the back of his truck yeah <clears throat> samantha here spent the night in a tool shed and regina was spent the night in the um, projection booth which there was a huge exposition there in the beginning that you missed where where they had where they felt the need to explain that the building that the uh, projection room was made out of steel oh. <laughs> right are they, Mike? Huh. Don't you think there'd be? Don't you think there'd be like a lot more survivors if that's all it took? I mean, steel is pretty common. You got four. Wait, you got. Um, well, yeah, you got. Right now, you got three survivals. Survival uh, uh, people here. People who've survived. Words, and two of them are sisters who didn't spend the night together. So yes, there has to be like hundreds more survivors. <laughs> oh man, this, the radio's peaking like crazy. Good thing there isn't anybody living out there. It'd be all distorted sound over the radio. That was the Valley Girl soundtrack she just threw over your shoulder. <laughs> There was teenage, See, teenage comet zombies, yeah. Oh, I missed it. What? Where? When? When she was announcing it. Right oh. before she, right before she, they did that close-up shot of the phone. Well, somebody's calling. Okay. Well, how's how old is this guy supposed to be? Uh, yeah, right? I mean, at the least, he's got to be in his 20s. No, he's like 16. <laughs> yes. But he and she's 12. But he's a professional truck driver. There's no way he gets to be a teenager. Okay, eight, 18. <laughs> at least, right? Even though he looks like 37. <laughs> There's a bunch of survivors. Or are they? Don't know. Oh. 
spoilers. Mary Warner! <laughs> and Jeffrey Lewis. I mentioned Jeffrey Lewis was in Less Than the Dust, um, but he's done a lot of film and television. Uh, when I was looking at his IMDb page, he had over 200 credits. Um, Dang. Those of us on this podcast would probably recognize him most from um, Devil's Rejects. Yep, Salem's Lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Total Recall. Nice. Terry. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I recognize him, but I can't think of anything at the moment. You know those uh, those belts that they're wearing, those pistol belts. Those are the same belts that the uh, the Ghostbusters wear. No kidding. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Did they wear them around their ribs as well? <laughs> <laughs> Not that high. No. I, lo- I like the logo too. It looks like a corn maze. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So you think this movie is is better than uh, Escape from L.A.? Wait, what? <laughs> what? Why'd you jump to Escape from L.A.? Isn't this in L.A.? Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, Kurt Russell. Sorry, John Carpenter. But yeah, this movie's better than Escape from L.A. I don't know. Is this a movie I watched a thousand times as a kid? I just love it. Yeah, it's probably 95% nostalgia. Do you think this is original music right here? I want to get the soundtrack. It's so awesome to have the soundtrack. The 80s movement for music right now, the 80s genre has came back and like... Sir, it's, it's never left. It, it, Yeah, I mean, it's big right now and there's a lot of people doing it. And there's a lot of people doing it well. It's pretty cool. The license is the last thing you're going to have to worry about. You're going to jail. Yeah. Oh no. Uh. We're gonna rape ya. What? These are rape zombies. Oh. Ooh, ouch. Oh, look at that skin hanging off. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, is that like some weird rape fantasy she was dreaming about? What I the think hell? so. God. It's what happens on the S couch. Weird zombie rape fantasies. I think she. I think she has like another dream later on, and she's like, 
half naked. <laughs> it's like, oh. she's, she's like sexually objectifying herself in her own fantasies. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, this is a cool bathroom. Yeah, I love, I love that marble wall, that tile. The neon store was really fucking excited when they came in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna need about uh five thousand bucks worth of lights. <laughs> Give me all the neon you got. <laughs> yeah, let's take a let's mm. take a sponge bath in, in the sink. Yeah. That floor is making me miss Insane's Asylum. Uh, <laughs> is that, is that a little nibble there? That was. <clears throat> She's not going to close the door? Oh, yeah, here it comes again. <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. <laughs> These would be some easy Halloween costumes. Yeah. There you go, Terry. You can be the cheerleader. No, I know I can pull that off. You don't got to tell me. <laughs> Is he using that right? <laughs> it's, just... Uh, it's the end of the world. Got to use what we got. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a chair, but it does look like exercise equipment. He's obviously confused. <laughs> You know, when there's always a a zombie apocalypse or something where something, you know, like this has happened, people are always attempting to get to their family. And, you know, yeah. I I would want to do that same thing, but I think you would have to act rationally and 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 maybe not do that, not make that your goal right away, because obviously in those movies, those people usually get killed, or or they're you know whatever. But it's just interesting that that's that's always seems to be a, a concept in these zombie movies. For sure. Yes. It's kind of interesting how little how you know they don't really seem to be too shaken up over. You know, the death of their loved ones. Yeah. They're yeah. just kind of, whatever. Yeah, they're not in any real shock, really. Or maybe they're in so they're, much uh, shock that they don't, they don't know what's happening. Well, the sister's having some pretty crazy dreams. That's very true. Or those are normal. We don't know. 
Oh, it could be normal. <laughs> Maybe she normally has those fantasies, but... <laughs> this is nothing new for her. <laughs> okay, here's, here's something interesting from IMDb. Uh, the comet passes over on Friday, Friday the 14th, December 1984, when Regina is trying to convince Samantha that everyone is dead, she says it's Saturday, where's all the kids? So the comet passed on Friday night. In the radio station, the recording mentions that there are 11 more shopping days till Christmas. If they count the 24th as the last shopping day, that means the comet passed on the 14th. Hmm. Why is she sitting like that? Uh, skirt. Because uh, <laughs> the producers told her. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd much rather watch her tramps around in this uh, cheerleader outfit than those, like, you know, the high waisted, you know, khakis <laughs> she was wearing in Chopping Mall. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the most dangerous thing ever. I'm not sure that's how it works. <laughs> she holding that right? No, she's not. No. And if that were the real gun, the kickback on that is so so hard and so fast that uh, a lot of people kill themselves with that gun because it kicks <laughs> back so fast, so quickly, they shoot themselves in the face. Man. Drop a little knowledge. I don't know. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, check this out. Josh Whedon has cited this film as a big influence for his original film script of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't, isn't, isn't uh, Buffy a cheerleader in the film? Uh -huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think the dog's name was Buffy, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Thought that's what she said. Hmm. So here's where Hector is going to find his family, see if his family survived. Probably the closest moment in the whole movie of so of somebody being remorseful of their family being gone, but it doesn't last long. Ah, record players. Feliz Navidad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a Christmas tree there in the room. Yep, see, Christmas. There's 
There's been Christmas stuff everywhere. We know it's Christmas. You guys all acted like I was a freak for saying this is a Christmas movie for me. Well, you're still a freak, but we know it's yeah. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> There was tinsel all up in, in the girl's house, too, like around the door. And... Oh, okay, tinsel. Uh -huh. <laughs> or garland, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Mike wants to argue what to call that with you. Mm -hmm. He does. I, I kind of do. He does. I don't know who you are out there, but I have a gun. So if I were you, I'd split while I had a chance. And that gun right okay. there is notorious for... I don't... I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> oh, he's back. Okay, never mind. Just hanging out by the door. <laughs> I like Hector's reaction right there when he opened it and shut it. And just kind of like thought about it for a second. Uh, that was made me laugh. <laughs> I like the music in the background for this scene. <laughs> oh! You <laughs> should be playing some scary Christmas music. Like, the thing that always scared the shit out of me was in Gremlins when they were playing uh, the Do You See What I See song. Oh, yeah. and then it, slow, then it slows down? Yeah. <laughs> I love Satan. that. Yeah. They do that in Beetlejuice, too, with the, uh, Daylight, come on, me one. <laughs> <laughs> Now, wait a minute. Why, why did he run down the street? Didn't he park right in front of the house? Yeah, I was wondering. Did Come he ditch the truck or something? Or oh, look at her. Look at that computer. <laughs> With a monitor. Yeah. Yeah. Look at those bangs on Jeffrey Lewis. He's <laughs> got a little mohair cut going on there. <laughs> So how did these people survive? Steel. Well, they, yeah, they saw it coming and they planned for it. So their whole bunkers underground. Underground. Well, and I'm assuming cased in steel or something. She, Mary, explains it later on, and also uh, the reasoning for their demise, which I think is the biggest bullshit moment of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, more survivors. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Damn it! Like, I always wondered, did they forget to, like, record ADR for that scene, or? It wasn't anything interesting. They just You could just tell by that head move. He's like... <laughs> Gonna work that stick. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Extra creepy episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And John's not here. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Have to make up for make up for him with him being gone. Yeah. So we're all being extra pervy. <laughs> Episode sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of miss those hairstyles on girls. Really? I do. Yeah. Really? I need, that needs to come back. Big hair. Terry? I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like it's a lot of work. Yeah. No shit. I've done that for 80s parties and stuff before. That's way too much effort. But it's, but it's worth it for me. No. <laughs> for you. <laughs> they used to do it every day. Yeah. Girls yeah. would have to get up at like four in the morning, start doing their hair for school. Isn't it like a lot of work to like straighten your hair though? Me? I mean, I'm just like, no, just in general. Like that's pretty much it. Yes, mine's just naturally straight. I don't do shit. Well, but like no one has curly hair anymore. <laughs> that gene is They're disappearing. Dumb. They're dumb. I'm jealous. I want curly hair. Get up at four in the morning. Yeah. No. Do it. Like. I'll give you a dollar. Jam box. <laughs> mm. yes. Close up. Yeah. See, this is right around the time of the height of the song, too. So it couldn't have been cheap to include it in the movie yeah. and the whole soundtrack had to have been based around having this song yeah I gotta point well, this, out though this is clearly not Cindy yeah Lopper. I was just getting ready to say <laughs> this is not Cindy Lauper <laughs> yeah that's probably how they got it yeah <laughs> it's like kids bop version yeah <laughs> <laughs> girls just want to have a good time <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mike knew it wasn't Cindy Lauper. I, I didn't realize it wasn't. Girls just want to eat lunch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. The weird <laughs> so, did they just have the song on loop the whole time they've been trying on clothes? For hours, yeah. Because they're dancing to this song the whole time during this whole montage there's actually no music and they're just fucking mad right now they're just dancing to nothing they've been possessed by the comet dust everything's an illusion uh, 
speaking of um, of rock and roll songs, you know, uh, there's the lead singer of the Cars. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Not really. There's Devo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Devo <Side> shotguns. <laughs> Side project. Devo, the lead singer of Midnight Oil and the lead singer of the Cars. There was a time when I was a kid that I actually did think that was the lead singer oh, of the Cars. Sure. But I don't know. Aww. That's adorable. Well, the saddest part is, is like, especially when he takes off those sunglasses and he's half zombified, that's when he really looks like the lead singer of the Cars. <laughs> that's an insult if I ever heard one. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. You're not wrong, I just... Alright. I know how to work with one of those now. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's interesting. I never noticed all those band-aids over all the fingers before. This looks more like a department store, like like a Sears. This is in the mall, right? Mm, it never specifies, I guess. That's not the time to be shopping for shoes. Are you sure we're not watching Dawn of the Comet? <laughs> oh. Why, because they're in a mall? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, Night of the Comet should have been in a farmhouse. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, why why don't they have like Dawn of the Comet and Day of the Comet? Trey, they're doing that with the apes. Why not? It's not too late, Mike. I think you're right. It's time for a sequel. Take these shoes. Shoes, batch. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couches are bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because people really like the Amish look. <laughs> Reload. <laughs> More shoes. Whip it real good. <laughs> they have like infinite ammo. That was like a risky move for her. Like, just to be standing there pretending to be a mannequin? Yeah. Like, what if that didn't work? Why don't they just go and kill her? She, they know she doesn't have a gun. Probably smells like shit in there with all that cologne all over the place. <laughs> Who's she talking to? Listen, you guys. Does that mannequin have we wrinkles on it? <laughs> that mannequin head. <laughs> <laughs>
imagination. He was pissed at that mannequin. The Labyrinth Team. <laughs> da, 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 da. She warned him. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. You can't hit anything. Hi. Be a good band name. <laughs> I love how he's got like this punk rock Hugh Hefner look going on. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Weren't these, guys, weren't these guys just stock boys before the comet hit? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think that's now they're like these big shots. It's not crazy, it just doesn't give a fuck. Told you. To get bigger glasses? What? <laughs> Those are the biggest glasses ever. 80s. These guys act like they've been in this universe for years, but it's yeah. been like less than 24 hours, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're quick to adapt, apparently. Yeah. It's the earring and the sunglasses that do it. Yeah. That make him look like the singer from the cars. Mm-hmm. And the eyes. <laughs> Let's play a game. <laughs> you might think I'm delirious. 
Yes. Yeah, this is another convenient plot point. How quickly they find them at just the right moment. You know, I keep calling this guy. He's that one dude had like four or five of those like visory sunglasses. Oh. That was awesome. I I want to wear them like that. I think that was a good look. <laughs> so I keep ragging on this guy looking like the lead singer of the Cars, but I think his performance is pretty awesome in this. Yeah, it is really good. I mean, as a kid, he creeped me the yeah. f out. You think he's been in anything else? I don't know. Did, did anybody catch him? Catch a character name? Uh, uh no. Nope. Oh, the one. His kid. shirt said Willie. Yeah, I think you're right. The one kid that uh, that he shot, that was of his own team, called him by name. Let me see if I can find him. Willie, Ivan E. Roth. Holy shit. He's the Knight of the Creeps. Oh. oh. I don't know what yet. Let me find it. It would be senseless to take her back. Uh, just says Psycho Zombie. Aww. So he's typecast, basically. Well, you got some lines in this one. Yeah. Let's see, he was also in Dead Heat. <laughs> yeah. As, Whoa, yes. As as end zombie. Uh, <laughs> man. Guy <laughs> plays nothing but zombies. Nice. He plays a mummy in Tales from the Crypt. Yep. Yeah. Kristen, thanks for suggesting that I'm late for I missed what happened here. I'm kind of. Oh, what do you mean? Like how they got they freed to the psychos? Well, no, they like split up. I don't understand. Well, they took taking Reggie back to the think tank because they noticed like uh, Samantha here is all itchy and stuff, so they think she's infected. Oh. So they're leaving her behind, thinking that she's gonna die. And spoiler alert, according to IMDb in the original script, Samantha was supposed to die. I always get rashes, like when I have a fight with Doris or I break up with a boyfriend. It's nerves, and you know, the way things have been going around here lately, I'm surprised I don't look like strawberry jello. Your last test is to solve this patch on my arm. <laughs> get the little steel ball and bowl in the center. <laughs> Well, she said. Oh. Yeah. I did jam it in. You had yeah. fair warning. <laughs> Go to sleep. 
never wake up again. We have a couple of geniuses at my school. Yeah. They're both wimps. Good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it again. Cinema history, no one's ever fallen asleep that fast before. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter that she was drugged. This is like, like the fucking just, saddest thing ever, by the way. It's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. For such a um, late, you know, fluff romp, com uh, like end of the world comedy horror film, have this sad moment here with a character you've been following for, for an, an hour. hour. Yeah, it's bullshit. I hate this makes movie. <laughs> makes that moment so much better. It's good contrast. Obviously, reaching for his gun. <laughs> oh, shit. Because she already had it. Yeah. Go, Mary. Oh, and Mary Warnoff is also in Devil's Rejects as well. Tying that back to Jeffrey Lewis. <laughs> she played the nurse that um, Bill Mosley stabs in the back right at the beginning of the film. Mm. And they steal her car. Like they freeze frame on yeah. him stabbing her. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what, Mike? Oh. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's ho Ho Hector. Yeah. Hector. <laughs> Good. Accent on the tour. <laughs> yeah, the uh. My car's on back! See, this doesn't look like the nicest of neighborhoods, but when you go inside the radio station, look, boom, it's all sci fi. I want that neon set back there, the band. That's oh, the band yeah. playing, yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I also like the CA dog uh, that you saw earlier. Yeah, that was cool. I think neon's coming back, guys. Good. Yeah, I'm lining. I think we uh, start this. <laughs> I might become a neon artist. Ooh. Do, do stuff like that in the background there. So this is the point here where she explains what lands are and how they fucked up and the biggest kind of BS moment of the whole movie. I 
it's nice of Hector, you know. I mean, he went through some shit back there at home, and you know, he got mm-hmm. dressed up like Santa and took the time to pick out and wrap presents. And then, for yeah, for if you think about it, for a couple girls that he has maybe spent, you know, yeah. eight or nine hours with. <laughs> yeah. Well, seems like a nice guy. See? Complete and other bullcrap. They are turning into calcium calcium dust zombies because they left the ventilation system open? What? (laughs) Like, there wasn't normal air seeping into the uh, shed that Samantha slept in that night? Or or in the back of the semi-truck where Hector was sleeping? Bullcrap. Bullcrap moment. The same. They could have could have thought that out a little bit better. Did I mention this movie's awesome? <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> and we're done. It's a nice little crane shot right here. Yeah. This giant radio station. <laughs> they can do that. Yeah. It could have kept going. Oh, was that a soldier out way out by the f- sign? Yeah. What a shitty job. What do you say? Neat girl, huh? Oh. Meat girl. Nope. Had Mana once, though. Kind of from this guy named Randy Sharp. Nope. Thought I was once, though. Oh, that guy named Randy Sharp. How much is 300 cc's? What does that even mean? Yeah, what is a cc? I think it's Spanish. No. Oh. <laughs> 300, yes, yes. <laughs> that is the longest needle in yeah. the history of needles. Jesus. That lady's name was Davenport. Is she from Iowa? Lang so. <laughs> Must have been. Davenport. You're wasting it. Well, 
<laughs> they're not very good nurses. Like they keep just like whatever's on their hands, like wiping it on towels and, <laughs> and yeah. on their clothes. <laughs> yeah. So the fingers are twitching there, right? Which I guess is maybe indicating that they're not necessarily brain dead like they think they are or whatever. But a little later on, I'll explain what I thought it meant when I was uh, a child watching this movie on a very badly dubbed copy. Oh, man. Is that one of the monkeys? Yeah, that's totally Michael Nesmith. Absolutely. They both have that type of haircut. What? You cold-hearted prick. Your sister's dead. No bedside manner whatsoever. Fucker. Is that Anthony Michael Hall? Look at those two guys back there. What do you think they're talking about? <laughs> well, you know, I went home and my wife was dust too. I went in the backyard and my kids were dust. Yeah, me too. All dust. Yep. Jimmy Stewart's one of those people in the back yeah, here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was real just back there. <laughs> hey, hey, he ain't messing around. Is that a weird futuristic air hockey table? That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, I was thinking like ping pong or something. Yeah. Weird. I love the turtleneck uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> they should come back in style. Oh. I look like I'm an authority, but I look like I'm an authority that is warm. Those belts, man. Crunch. Yeah. That was the keyboard, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mechanical Class. Words back 1984, then. the keyboard was, like, ginormous. They were. Yeah. They had metal inside of them. Maybe even steel. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it didn't turn into dust. I got it. He's so good at disguises. <laughs> I really thought he was Santa. <laughs> Not that you would need one. I mean, there's like a dozen people left in the world, so... Yeah, I never understood why he felt the need to do a character in this moment. Well, if he was just a Mexican, he would have got shot by that dude. This is fucking redneck. Look at that stash. <laughs> he doesn't like Mexicans. Uh, Cowboys lean on stuff. Yeah. 
Do cowboys usually drive luxury cars like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. She did. All fun and games, do you have a dead cheerleader in the trim? Oh, shit. What? What happened? Suck a butt out the asshole? <laughs> um, yep. Wouldn't suck her blood out, you asshole. Oh. A little different. It's close. Mm. <laughs> so, favorite post-apocalyptic movie? Go. 28 Days. Mm. It's a good opening, man. Not much... Awesome more opening scene than 28 Days. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what about you? I was kind of I was gonna say that 28 Days Later. <laughs> um, Day of the Dead. I don't know. That's, That's a good one. That scene of the all the zombies walking <clears throat> down the street of Florida. Yeah. Pretty awesome. The alligators. Jay with yeah, and alligators. Jason, still thinking. Terry. Um. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh. You guys always take all the good ones. I don't know. There's only been two that's yeah. been said. I know. <laughs> There's some like the Mad Max movies are good. Oh man, oh, I yeah, saw yeah. the new Mad Max trailer and it was awesome. Oh my god, isn't it beautiful? It's so good. It's just a thing of beauty. Like, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So good. Good to see it on the big screen, too. It was pretty awesome. Ooh. Yeah. Times Max. I'm going to have to say Waterworld. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean the postman. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, big Kevin Costner fan, apparently. Big apparently. time. Big time. Hey, Dennis Hopper is pretty good in, in Waterworld. Waterworld, yeah. Mm -hmm. Best part of it, for sure. I like to think that the Dennis Hopper character in that movie is very similar to Land of the Dead uh, Dennis Hopper character. The, <laughs> like, they're very similar. They act pretty much the same. Well, Dennis Hopper is pretty much the same character in anything, but either way, I miss Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike's going to say Dawn of the Dead, of course. No, neither comment. Oh. So, oh, wow. No, I don't know. Well, you can't really say Dawn of the Dead because that's not really... I mean, the apocalypse is, is happening. It's oh, not really post-apocalyptic. Maybe not, jeez. No, that's fine. I'm just saying it's never felt like an apocalypse movie to me. So day is, but not dawn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No but, even, but even that, it's just like, if I'm going to see a, a post-apocalyptic movie, I want to see... 
something on a grand scale, and you know, ninety five percent of Dawn of the or Day of the Dead takes place in that underground bunker. So I don't know. Maybe um, this is Dim's the end. Is up cool. there? Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. So what? This is I the think... end. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's like ha while it's happening. That doesn't count. Yeah, it's because especially when you when you get to that scene with uh um oh my god I'm blanking on everybody's names right now where they go out and they burn, run back into um god damn it eastbound and down guy uh Burt Reynolds <laughs> <laughs> no uh shit now I can't think of his fucking name. Anyway, um, when he when he's Everybody there, listening's with... freaking out and yelling at you right now. Yeah, Danny, Danny McBride, McBride, damn it. Anyway, when when he shows back up in the third in the oh, third yeah. act there, and there, uh, and he's got Channing Tatum as his like little S and M, you know, guy oh, on the leash, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what it really is like. Post apocalyptic, they're all cannibals yeah. and stuff. So yeah, that's good. I think I liked the road. It's fucking bleak as fuck, isn't it? Like Pants. it's almost so. It's depressing. It's depressing. It's like it's almost not good because it's so probably real. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Does Stakeland count? That's yeah, weird. I was just gonna say Stakeland. That's oh, weird. That's a good one. Doomsday. <laughs> Yeah, somebody didn't stay a second ago. That's a really good one, too. Hey, she's alive. I'm just trying to think of more post apocalyptic movies. <laughs> There's only a million. Zombie Land. Oh. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zombie Land. There you go. They really love that shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> We're going to use all of it. Tell you what, I always thought like, all this stuff in the, this bunker was really creepy. It like took it, you know, without it's so much darker and shadowy and music's a little bit more intense. This scene, this shot right here with the two nurses tied up, you know, sucking down laughing gas. I could... <laughs> And there's the sign going to see Santa. Um, I I could never quite make out exactly what was going on in that shot, and I thought it was the people that they were claiming to be brain dead coming to life, and then I never understood why they never referenced it again after that moment. <laughs> it kind of looks like a Batman scene, like the Joker or something. Yeah. 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 Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Pretty much any zombie movie. Yeah, I, I really, I really love the new Planet of the Apes. Mm, Hell yeah! I haven't seen that yet. Which Pol one's the newest Pol one? Is it Dawn? Dawn's the new one. It is awesome. It is. Good. Mm, the signal's really good. I like, I really like that movie. Mm. Yeah, I really like the signal too. Yeah, that was good. Although I'm really still conflicted on like the middle. 
Was it the middle one or the second one or whatever storyline where it turns into a comedy? Oh, I love that. That's so good. <laughs> it's just so jolting to me, you know? It is. It is the first time you watch it, and then you watch it the second time, and I really fell in love with it after that. Yeah, I need to see it again. Maximum Planet. Overdrive? Oh. Yeah. oh my god, yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I was going to say Planet Terror. Uh, That's kind of... I know it's not on a global scale, it's just one, but I really like the bay. I thought that was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. My criteria is basically, like, movies that give me really cool-looking shot of just the scale of the post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought the stand was pretty good. The miniseries? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For especially for made-for-TV and all that. The fact yeah, that they, re aren't they redoing that now? I what? thought I heard yeah. that they were going to do a theatrical of it, yeah. Like four movies or something? Yeah, like they're going to be a series of movies, yeah. <laughs> Book of Eli was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, no! Oh, fuck. <laughs> that kid's like... She's not my real sister. <laughs> Get him, Hector. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also wanted to point out, too, that if you look closely enough in some of these night shots, they, they seem to rely a lot on smoke. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fog machine action going on. Like, look at behind the car there. Why? Why is there? I guess maybe it's from the dust. The yeah. fire. Who's there from the first day? The dust. Yeah, I was gonna say, like in the city when they were walking around, it was all over. Oh, I wonder yeah. what that means. <laughs> oh, look at that blue sky. It's over! Woo! It's all blue again. <laughs> we could take the red filter off the lens. <laughs> Gosh. Whoa. Simmer down, lady. She went. Dress. What is that? No, she went from like 17 to like 42 in a matter of days. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing yeah. like the the thing that they wear at the end of uh uh Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh. <laughs> She's an alien. The scene and the location's given me kind of that that uh last M Night movie with the wind. How the, oh, the that, happening? Yeah, happening. Like, like the little post part of that movie. I don't know yeah. where it just kind of went away. Yeah, yeah. And all this. <laughs> really though, how where, could this end up? Like, this is one of Mike's favorite parts though, coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
So the burden of civilization has fallen upon these guys, these last few survivors. Human race is going to die out. Right. Die out. Either that or it's going to be a society full of flipper babies, because there's going to be some inbreeding going on at some point. Yeah. I love how they turned into, like, Brad Pitt and Angelina uh, Jolie, just, like, adopting foreign kids. <laughs> <laughs> now see now they're they could do it they could create a child the the other people could do it they create a child and those kids when they grow up they can do it yeah. and they can create a child and then their kids could do it i don't know wait they could for do it. it wait for it eventually though it's gonna get to the point where i'm just saying some brother and sister loving's got to happen <laughs> Danny Mason D. Yeah, right. well, uh, Why does he have three names? <laughs> How come there's, there's no black people left? Damn, <laughs> 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 okay, oh my god! Oh shit, oh my god! <laughs> That's the fucking guy. Uh, this is a happy ending. Yeah. I just want there to be one more scene where Reggie's like, DMK, son of a bitch, give me that gun! <laughs> right. Yay. What does he do now? Like, they seriously. Can't, they can't just cross sit. the street without the light, but they'll fucking play football in the middle of the road. No yeah, problem. Fuck. It was a joke, Terry. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, who's running the power grid? How do they. Yeah. Yeah, eventually that's got to shut down. Life, life is gonna get really hard. You can go get whatever you want, but like no electricity, no running water. I mean, yeah, they best be reading some books, starting yeah. how to how to run all this stuff. Yeah, apocalypse for dummies. <laughs> At your local library. I hope there is an apocalypse for dummies book. There probably there is. Awesome. There should be. There's a survi the zombie, uh, zombie survival, survival guide. It's there part of the same needs book. to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soundtrack. Where is it? It was uh, filmed with an Airflex camera. Nice. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, it looks like dummies.com used to offer Apocalypse for Dummies, but they don't anymore. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Holy balls. That's awesome. Uh, but they do offer now Zombie Apocalypse yeah, for Dummies. Yeah, surviving the Zombie Apocalypse for Dummies. And how to survive. There's several on that. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Tammy Holbrook. It is not Cindy Lauper. God dang it. Were you doubting us? My, uh, was. my <clears throat> world has been crushed by this movie once again. <laughs> well, you can obviously know, you can tell that I 
did not listen to girls just want to have fun a whole lot. <laughs> no. Well, it's just, it's obviously not her voice. It's not I don't know. Well, 20. 20 years, 30 years fooled Mike. I know three three Cindy Lauper songs, okay? <laughs> That's a Goonies, shame. Goonies are enough. And they're all movie ones. Yep. True Colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and girls just want to have fun. Hey! Woo! Night of the Comet. <laughs> Rar. Meow. Well, if I, uh, I I still don't like it that much, but I know that <laughs> oh. you enjoy it, Mike. So that's that's okay. I, I don't know if I do anymore. Now that I know that's not Cindy Lauper. That's oh. ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of ruined the whole movie for me now. Thanks for that. Dang it. Just kidding, this movie's still awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you watched it as a kid, there's nobody that can take it away from you, no matter what they say. Yeah. Even if, it, you know, even if the plot line is bad and you know doesn't have Cindy Lauper in it and that's not really <laughs> the guy from the cars. I mean, there's nothing that we can do to take away from it. Yeah, at this point, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> have you ever had... Okay, that's a good question. Have you... Have, do you have uh, you have a movie from your childhood that you um, that you love and still love even though you understand it's not that good of a movie? That's uh, like a whole fuck lot of movies for you. Yeah. No, that's about my entire catalog. That's probably <laughs> whole top one hundred right there. Yeah, but we're not talking me right now. We're talking oh. you guys. Like Mac and Me, you know, like that movie. Oh, I thought holy was balls, like, really? Like, I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And then I <laughs> I watch it now, and I'm like, okay, this is not good, but <laughs> it's Wait, still... But you it's still, still like it? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Mac and Me, that's that's an interesting wow. choice, man. It was just the first courage. thing that came to mind. <laughs> yes, it does take courage. Take courage, bring that one up. Yeah. Sam, what about you? Um, I'm trying. To, I know there has been some. I'm trying to think though. I don't know. Uh, Terry. Uh, but what was the was the question? Something that we thought was awesome as a kid. You uh, understand as an adult, it's not a good movie, but you still love it anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of. There have been some for sure. I mean, I've had that experience of rewatching something and being like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Jason, all I'm thinking of is like um, cartoons because okay. a lot of them don't hold up now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. like a lot oh. of new, yeah Nickelodeon like, shows don't hold up for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking like Saturday morning kind of stuff, like Super Friends or GI Joe or yeah, yeah. GI Joe is like okay. Um, like I love Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> but maybe it's not so good now. I I've I've got the DVD set. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not as awesome as you remember it by far. Sundar the Barbarian. I fucking loved it. Not really that good. I still think it's awesome. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Even though, like, everybody yells through that entire cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, Thundar's just literally screaming through every episode, and it gets a little taxing, but... They probably don't know what that is yeah. anyway, so never mind. Hey, speaking of cartoons, apparently the, uh... The lady who sang Girls Just Want to Have Fun in this movie, she did the voice of Tommy Pickles in the Rugrats. Oh. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah, she, that's, uh, uh, she's also in Pee-wee's Big Adventure and yeah. Devil's Rejects. Oh, my God. Yeah, what is – oh, my God. I said no. her name even just like um, a couple PJ minutes ago. PJ or uh, – No, uh, this, is, this is a different girl. Uh, Elizabeth Daly. Oh. E.G. Daily, yeah. Yeah. No, Wait. It, yeah. There's, okay, so there's like two people that did Tommy Pickles. She was the other one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so there was two different actresses that did that one. Okay. Never seen it. I remember um, Elizabeth Daly from uh, In Better Off Dead. Mm-hmm. She played in. She, there was the prom, or the it was a prom. No, I think it was just a dance. Yeah. And her band was performing there. Yeah, she's the lead girl. And she sings the title song in the movie. Hmm. Or at least she's lip syncing to it. I don't. I, and <laughs> at this point, I don't know. Up is down anymore. I'm just all lost and confused. <laughs> I don't know Aww. who sings. I don't know who sings what in the world of music anymore. <laughs> Unless there's, unless there's a Weird Al version. That's all he knows. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he need, really. Yeah, exactly. And he's starting to tour soon. Yeah, he just posted some tour dates. Oh, Did you watch that Gallivant show? It just premiered, didn't it? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it yet, but I need to for sure. It's on TV. Yeah. I know, regular network television. Like, network television. How awesome is that? <laughs> I stand up and cheer every time I'm in the movie theater and Radio Shack commercial comes on. Uh. <laughs> he really does. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. <laughs> even though, even though the the money it's the money they spent on that commercial was probably the last nail in the coffin for Radio Shack, but I just I hear they've been closing up a bunch of stores this year, so. Oh. Yeah. Bummer. Do you no longer have answers to our questions? Sorry. Dustin used to work for Radio Shack. <laughs> Is that for real? Yeah, I worked there for like four years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> 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 Episode 69, folks. Yeah! Shit gets weird. <laughs> really weird. Alright, well, yeah, we should probably wrap her up. Call this episode <laughs> to a close. Um, man, can't wait to get back into some, like, just normal average shows. It's been a while since we've done... It's been a, I'm just saying it's been a while since I've done an Insane's Pick. <laughs> Well, the next uh, yeah. episode's another commentary. Yeah, so that's true. That. So, after that, we'll hopefully get back into the swing of some normal 
episodes, but I hope everybody's enjoying the commentary episodes. These, these are pretty much like regular shows, anyway. <laughs> this one was, anyway. We were really paying attention <laughs> to the movie. Well, the next one coming up for in just in time for Valentine's Day will be the 1981 classic, My Bloody Valentine. So Classic. Look forward to that, everybody. So, now it's time to say our goodbyes. Thanks, Sammy. Goodbye. <laughs> wow, and he's gone. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for being on, guys. Thanks out there for listening, everybody, and we will see you again soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Oh, no, could this be the end of... Wow. Attack of the Killer!